to accept it. Is to chop this motherfucker's head off. So, so quick. So smooth. <laughs> That's what I got. That's the same, right? Oh, I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Well, Welcome uh, back. back. Uh, this is a movie slash art discussion podcast. Uh, and my name is Sam Bannigan. And I am... That is who I am. Great. Sam, how are you doing this week? <laughs> I'm doing good. Good. This week has been busy it's been weird i'm getting real stressed again just remember, no, remember those numbers breathe. are going up andrew yeah no hope. those numbers are uh are uh going right back up aren't they yep oh i'm traveling you can only imagine yeah. my stress levels yeah um those numbers are and and the government was like hey actually uh no one needs to quarantine anymore so that's fun They got rid of quarantining if you test positive. Also, no asymptomatic testing uh, and no contact tracing anymore. Because COVID's done, actually. The Jason Jason Kenny, our Lord and Savior, uh, oh, okay. has decided that COVID is done uh, and no one needs to worry about anything anymore. Uh, Dear Lord, everyone's that's, fine. That's scary. no one's getting sick. No one's getting sick. No one. Uh, the yeah, it's all done. Uh, what are you talking about? We're going to cut all the funding to the healthcare because uh, it's not actually helping anybody. Uh, yeah, our Lord and Savior Jason Kenny, everybody. Our Lord and Savior Jason Kenny. For the record, Jason Kenny can suck my toe. He's a piece of shit. I felt like you said suck his toe just for me. That was that was that that was great. I love it. Yeah, no, he can suck a a big fat, not even not even big toe. Like the the second like a toe. pinky. Like a pinky. No, 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 no. That's too good for you want grime on both of them. You want okay, grime yeah, on, you're both, right, you're right. on both of no, them. Right. It's gotta be no, one of those right. you middle got boys. It. You gotta yeah. be one of those yeah. middle boys. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, Alberta's great. Also, uh, another heat wave, so I'm very hot and sweaty. Um, how are you doing, Andrew? How's, uh, how's, uh, Arizona? I am doing well. I'm, I'm in Arizona. I've had a lot of good food, met a lot of good people. Here's the thing, and Sam, you can, you can attest to this. Like, I make fun of it. I always say, like, people just, like, come up and talk to me, and then, like, we just meet and talk. Like, you've that's seen true. this happen. I and have. I like used to joke about it all the time here. Oh, I'm just standing there minding my own business. And someone's just like, Hey man, uh, the Suns, it sucked that they didn't make the, pl- that they didn't win the playoffs. I'm like, yeah, it does suck. Well, I'm Jason. Hi, I'm Andrew. Nice to meet you. And then we just chat and I have a friend. <laughs> Why? Aren't I supposed to be the intimidating one? <laughs> Aren't I I'm big, big, scary, loud, and black? That's that's the that's what's on the wanted posters, baby. <laughs> what's going on here? Why do people just approach me? Like, it's so weird. But also, it's a lot of fun 
the place I'm staying, I'm right in downtown. I'm leaving tomorrow. No one's going to stop me. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm uh, right in downtown Phoenix. And it's great. Also, I miss dry heat. Dry heat is so nice. It's nasty New York heat. It's gross. Where it feels like just someone, like God's bad breath. It feels like you're walking through <laughs> God's bad breath. <laughs> Oh man, that would be so, that's a, such a misleading title for this episode. God's bad breath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the humidity is awful. But here, the heat—it's been a hundred and eight, and I'm like, "Ooh, do you guys want to eat outside?" Oh God, oh you're my nightmare. Oh God, that's the worst. Uh, yeah. Speaking anyway. of the worst, no. not really. <laughs> the Green Knight, twenty twenty one. David Lowry, uh, his fantasy epic. Yeah, we saw it. Samuel, what'd you think, bro? This movie rips. This movie's so good. I love this movie. It was so good. It might be my favorite movie of the year so far. It's, it's a high the... contender. It's a high contender. So, I... For for pieces of media, is it your favorite piece of media? Are you including oh, no. Inside? Are you including inside, inside is my favorite. Inside <laughs> is my favorite just, like, thing that exists. Uh, but the Green... If we're doing strictly movies... Green Knight's number one for you? Green Knight, I think, is number one. Because, holy shit, this movie is so good. I, like, almost cried. It was weirdly emotional. Ooh, it was wild. I can't wait to hear that. Um, yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Uh, what about you? I love this movie. It ended, I was like, okay. And I sat through the credits, I was like, okay. Yeah. And I yeah. walked out of the theater, and I was like, oh, wait, that movie was great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, let that... me make sure I don't hop on the bandwagon. If I have something to say, I can say it. Yeah. Nah, this movie slapped. This, nah, this movie, movie is so good. Yeah, I, I have a similar experience of like the movie ended and I was like, okay, I think I love that movie, but give me a minute. And me and my friend, I saw it with like a bunch of people. That was very fun. Oh, um, that's great. Yeah, we like sat there. We didn't say anything for the entire credits. Just like we all just sort of sat there processing. And I'm like, it ended. That little clip at the end, I was like, oh, shit, maybe I do love this movie. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And then, like, I walk out, I go pee, I come out of the bathroom, like, yeah, this movie is great. I don't know what I was, it was so good. Yeah. Oh, what a film. Yeah. Beautiful. Score. Oh. The score. Oh, the score. Oh. oh. Get ready, D&D games. Hey, <laughs> yes. Um... Yeah. Do you want to hop into this cast? Let's do it. This do cast it. is... Is stacked. Stacked. I didn't know... Diggity, stiggity, stacked. I knew Joel Edgerton was in the movie, and I knew uh, Dev Patel was in the movie. But everyone else, I was like, hey, 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 hey! Yeah, I knew I knew that this cast was stacked. Uh, but I didn't know how goddamn good everyone was going to be. Um, so I'm going to start just at the bottom of, of this little list here. We got uh, Ralph Innocent. Innocent? 
Einson. Unsure. Uh, playing the, the titular Green Knight. <laughs> great. Uh, who he did he is great. He could he can swing an axe in any A twenty four movie. Yes, please. Um, Was uh, he the dad and the witch? Yes. Yes! Oh yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that clue, my man. Yeah. <laughs> he was the dad at the witch. I knew I knew yeah. that voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's him. Uh, and then Aaron Kellyman, before she did uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, even though this was released after that because COVID, oh, God. Uh, playing uh, Winifred, uh, the, the spooky ghost. The spooky ghost. I loved her. She, she was great. A, yeah, it was very, very sweet and tender. I love that scene. Yeah. yeah. Also, I'm not going to speak to much detail about everybody's performance until we get to the the the, the big, main the big ones. The big one. But I thought everyone did a fucking great job. I just want to mm. list everybody, and they're all amazing. Yes, of course. Uh, Barry Keegan? Kogan? My Barry man! Kogan. My main man! The main man. Killing of a sacred deer. Killing of a sacred deer. Dunkirk. Chernobyl. American Animals. I love this guy. Every time he pops he's... up in anything, I'm like, hey! Yeah, he's great. And he uh, got his MCU check, too. He's going to be in Eternals. Yeah, he's got that Eternals money, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, love Barry Keegan. Kogan? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> our, our second... Uh, the witch star Kate Dickey uh, playing Qu- Queen Guinevere. Yes, yes, indeed. Was uh, the witch she's great. Ari Aster? No, that was Roger. No. Yeah, Roger Eggers. Eggers. Yes. Yeah. For I guess for the next ten years, the witch, the witch, makes... the witch in the lighthouse, Roger Eggers. Hereditary in Midsummer, Ari Aster. Ari Aster also did something strange about the Johnsons. Yes. 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 Great. Yes. <laughs> and I think a poster or something for his new movie, or a cast list or something for Ari Aster's next movie, dropped recently. Oh. Whatever it is, I'm going to go out. see it. Uh, yeah, Kate Dickey's always wonderful. So good. Very good. Uh, Sean Harris coming in hot. Just like dropping it like it's nothing. Hello, love it. Oh, Sean Harris is so good. I bet he's a great theater actor. I would love to see him on stage. Yeah, I would. Oh, he would kill it. He would kill it. Uh, what is this? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sarita Chowdhury. Uh, Chowdhury. Unsure how to say your last name. I apologize. Um, she played uh, the mom, uh, uh, mother, mm. um, uh, who we would have probably most recently seen her in The Lady in the Water. Oh, yes. I was thinking of Shape of Water this whole time. I was no. like... Who was she in the the shape of water? Lady in the water. From the king, M. Night Shyamalan. Go see old, everybody. Go see old. Um, Uh, But yeah, she's great. Yeah, she was amazing. 
She was so good. So spooky. So spooky. Uh, then we got uh, Joel Edgerton, our our classic A24 dad. <laughs> yes. Joel Edgerton was great. Can we he take a second so to... It was different. Was... It was a different performance that Joel Edgerton usually gives. And it yeah. was... Yeah, I really dug it. It was so good. He's going to make a great Santa Claus one day. Yeah. If A24 makes a goddamn Santa Claus movie. A24, Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> no, they should They should do... A24 should do a remake of The Santa Claus. The Tim Allen movie. With starring Joel Edgerton. And it's a horror movie. Yeah. Santa falls into like a wood chipper. We have to yeah. see it in gruesome detail. Yeah, of course. How else would you make an A24 the Santa Claus uh, film? Uh, uh, and then uh, our our lady uh, Alicia Vikander woo. pulling double double duty, double duty, double dipping uh, as Essel and Lady. Also, spoilers. If, if, that, if you were like, oh, I wish I didn't know that. Spoilers to, for the rest of the, the podcast. Oh, rip. Sorry. Uh, Alicia Vikander was great. She was she great. Was, she was so good. I, like, I like didn't know it was her. Like, I, like, fully... Oh, really? Like, well, like, I knew it was her, but she, like, disappeared into the role. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing of, like... I was like, oh, fuck. This... Oh, it's great. Ah, oh, so good. Um... um what did I want to say? Uh, there was something I wanted to say about Alicia. I missed her. It feels like she did Tomb Raider, and that I haven't seen her since Tomb Raider. I think she's just been chilling uh, since then. Remember when 2015 she dominated that year? We started that year not knowing who she was and ended that year with her being an Academy Award winner? Ugh. She did a bunch of stuff. Dang, guess I'm missing Bet- out. Between uh, Tomb Raider and now, it looks like some like weird artsy movies. Oh, hell yeah. She did what you're supposed to do when you get Tomb Raider. Yeah. Uh, but she did a movie called Anthropocene, The Human Epoch. Oh, uh, it's a documentary, but I guess she's in it. Mm. Uh, maybe she's narrating yeah, she narrates a documentary about a psychedelic cave. Oh my god, yes, please. She did a short called One Red Nose Day and a Wedding. Uh, she did another, looks like a very artsy short called I Am Easy to Find. Uh... uh she was in like a documentary of of the making of the new Dark Crystal stuff. Ooh. Uh, she was in a movie called Earthquake Bird. Uh, and a movie called The Glorias. And a movie called Blue Bayou that came out earlier this year. 
ooh, well, I got some things to add to my watch. Yeah, so don't don't be like Alicia Vikander hasn't done nothing since Tomb Raider. I she's been seen working. Since. She hasn't done anything. She's been working, but she hasn't done anything since Tomb Raider. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'll yeah, remember Ex Machina. Man, yeah. Ex Machina is so good. Remember Tom Hooper's The Danish Girl? I didn't see it because I don't want to watch a weird transphobic movie. Good on you. Well, anyway, number one. Anyway, the hottest man <laughs> to have graced the screen this year. Yeah. Dev Patel. Move over, Anthony Ramos. Get out of here. Anthony Ramos ain't got shit on Dev Patel. Fucking Dev Patel you when he and when your he like came, movie. he was like when he when he came home drunk and he had that that like low cut shirt. Ooh, it was ridiculous and it was like all wet. Oh, ridiculous. Ugh. yeah. No, remember was... Lion? Yeah, Lion's so good. A bit of a white savior movie, but hey. But Dev Patel is so good in Lion. Yeah. Was he nominated for an Oscar? He was. That's good. Yeah. Um. But Dev Patel and the Green Knight. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me. Tell me what you're feeling. So good. The best. So good. Carried the film on his back. Said, "Don't worry." Is I think he's pretty much in every single scene. Uh. Yeah. And. Yeah, no, it was a great, this was a great character study movie, and he was a phenomenal character to follow. Yeah. I loved his performance. I thought it was incredible. I was like, I, I, if he doesn't get nominated for this, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> it's so he's so good. Have you heard what happened with the Golden Globes? No. So, like, a bunch of people came together and was like, yo, the Golden Globes suck. And like, yeah, they yeah. did. Scarlett Johansson came out. She said like the most sexist events she's ever been to were, uh, were the with Globes. the H, yeah, the HPFF, the Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah, the HPF. Mm. Um, Tom Cruise sent back his Golden Globes because he was like, yeah, no, this, this, this is rank. Um, okay. And then NBC canceled the Golden Globes this year. Oh. Um, so they're not going to happen. So who knows who's going to get nominated this year? The Golden Globes set the pace for the past like 30 oh, years. Yeah. They set the pace. Is it going to be the Independent Films Spirit Award that sets the pace? Is it going to be the SAGs? Is it going to be the PGAs? Is the Oscars just going to go, you know what? We're going to do it. Who, 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 who? We're in uncharted territory. When this news right. dropped, I was in Texas. And not a single person in that state cared. And I was bursting at the seams. of like, this is crazy. And I knew I couldn't tell this to anyone. Because they'd just be like, okay. Wow, that's crazy. I was like, no, this is earth-shattering. Don't you guys know? <laughs> okay. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope he gets nominated for an Oscar, too. Yeah. Because, um... <laughs> holy shit, 
<laughs> he's so he was so good so good so like intimate and lovely so intimate it reminded me a lot of Rooney Mara in a ghost story of course you're gonna fucking talk about this <laughs> what brings up to the real star do you have anything else to say about Dev Patel uh, Dev Patel's the best I love Dev Patel uh, um, cast Dev Patel in more things Please, please. Um, Give Dev Patel an MCU check. No, Dev Patel, stay away from the MCU. Please. No, st- like, he is like an artist should stay away, but he should get that much money. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, um, David Lowry. David Lowry, David if you're nasty. Lowry. Uh, yeah, producer, editor, writer, director, David Lowry. Damn. Yeah. Remember when fully, we were... Fully his bullshit. Yeah, no, fully. Remember, there were there was a few episodes ago we were like, hey, directors shouldn't be editors. I forget what it was. It was Dr. Sleep. Whew. That was not a few episodes ago. I that mean, was like, <laughs> that was a long, that was like coming up on two years ago. Yeah, what's your definition of a few? What What do you got? Three years of a podcast, four years. A, a few is like less than 10. Is it? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, we were like, yeah, no, this was, this was butthole because the director became the a editor. small number used to emphasize how small a number is. Yeah, a few. Um, it feels similar like a few to me. One or two years. One or two years. No, See, exactly. you said you said a few episodes ago. was a few episodes it was a few it was a multiple few episodes ago a many multiple few episodes ago oh god i hate that i can hear you swallowing and the audience can't and so i just have to suffer i try to hide it (laughs) i know I just, it's not your fault. It just happens. It just happens. I I didn't make your body, bro. (laughs) I didn't make your body. I have to deal with it with my roommates sometimes. I hate it. It really just gets gets to me. Hate the gulp. Yeah. I'm going to buy you a t-shirt that says hate the gulp. (laughs) That that seems weirdly sexual, and I'm not into it. Hate the gulp? How is that sexual? Where, where's the sexual? It just part? sounds. It just sounds like it should be sexual. Ooh, I hate the gulp. <laughs> all See, you, now you're thinking about all it. All you sick, all you sickos out there love the gulp. I hate okay. the gulp. Um, <laughs> David Lowry. David Lowry, famous from what? Eight Them Body Saints, A Ghost Story, Peach Dragon, An Old Man with a Gun. And the upcoming uh, sure. Peter Pan and Wendy movie. Yeah. I love my guy. Yeah, he went to your high school, didn't he? He went to our rival high school. Oh. Uh... Yeah. 
Go Cardinals. I don't remember. Tigers? Irving Tigers? That sounds right. Boo Tigers. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, he's the go. He's great. I love this director. I love pretty much every movie he's done. Old Man with a Gun is such a sweet little Sunday afternoon movie. I highly yeah. recommend it on a Sunday afternoon. You're going to have a pep to your step for the rest of that day. <laughs> and Peach uh, Dragon's very cute. Eighth and Body Saints. Actually, I lied. I keep falling asleep during this movie. I've tried <laughs> to watch it like five times and I fall asleep. Five times right. out of five. All right. But as an episode that we did do a few weeks ago. Um, yes. That, a ghost that I will allow as a few weeks ago. Which I totally recommend. Go and listen to that episode. It's fun. Um, yeah, I think that's a good episode. I hated that movie, but I think that was a good episode. And this is where I'm curious to hear... Because to me, this feels a lot like a ghost story. It not it does. In, in a lot of ways. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the direction of the movie, but also in contrast to a ghost story. The thing, the difference here, because I agree, this movie definitely feels like a lot like a ghost story. Like a lot. Mm-hmm. The thing about a, uh, this and a ghost story is that this isn't like fundamentally contradicting itself at the end. Uh, of of your movie and also things happen things are happening we're making forward progress and we aren't just watching someone who isn't Casey Affleck stand underneath a, a bed sheet Ebenezer agrees with that I was so. about to say Ebenezer said no you chat <laughs> nonsense boy <laughs> I don't know why he speaks uh, like that you chat nonsense boy that sounds, that could be Ebenezer's real, is, real human voice. Real human voice. That tracks. Uh, uh, yeah, so so yes, I do agree that this feels a lot like a ghost story. But I think this actually had like, stu- because there was like things happening, we were making forward progress. We weren't just like looping around to like not say anything. Like this kind of constantly was like questioning itself and like going back and like... I describe I described this or someone described this movie to me and I agreed wholeheartedly that they were like, do you feel like, because I, I said something about what I thought this movie was like. And they're like, oh, so you think it's more of like they're painting them like a almost a mosaic of this person. And I was like, yeah, I think that that is accurate because like each aspect was always like, okay, this happened, but maybe it didn't. Maybe this happened, but maybe that also didn't happen. Maybe this happened. Maybe that also didn't happen. Um, as as we sort of went on, so we ended up with like this mosaic or or like stained glass image of uh, who uh, Gawain uh, is. Does that make sense? I sort of rambled on about no, other no. I I get what you mean, um, and I hear what you're saying as well. Um, it does paint a picture of this is a very good character study. If anyone, if I've ever met yeah. anyone who was like, what is a character study movie? I'd throw this one at them. I'd be like, here. Yeah. Um, there are other movies that do it great. 
you brought Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea. Wow. Um, but with this so movie, insane. it really, it really like it's it's so specifically about this one night at King Arthur's Round Table. But yeah, it's everyone that's ever lived ever. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's a coming of age story. It's a uh, it's a uh, um, what did you think was gonna happen? Story. It's it's a story of yeah, being right? stupid. It's, it's a story of, of being tricked. It's yeah. Of, it wasn't he wasn't even tricked. He he it was just like hubris. Like he was just like, Oh, if I just kill this guy now, then I don't have to worry about the other end of his of this bargain. When he could have just like poked him with his finger and it would have been fine. Boop. <laughs> just right on the nose. Boop. Yeah. But even King Arthur, King Arthur's like, do you understand the rules? There's a reason none of us are walking up here. There's it's a clear. Reason. It's clear. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I it's get clear. It, it is completely hubris. But also, if that was me, I'd be like, "Hey, I was tricked." Hey, you were tricked. Know. He said it. He I said, didn't "Hey, know you can pick up whatever." Your head. He's, he said immediately. He's like, he's like, whatever you do in one year, I will do to you. Whether that is a cut on the arm or a cut on the throat. And Gawain was like, yeah, I bet. wasn't and listening. Then he cut off his head. I wasn't listening. I was fixing up my hair. <laughs> yeah, he did have to just look look so sexy. When he jumped over that table, something happened. I don't know what it was. Something happened. Something moved. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, God. <laughs> Jeff Patel's the hottest man on the planet. What just happened? <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, and also, going back to the direction, the visuals are breathtaking. Oh, my. Oh, my. Somewhere in the more world, things, Terry can more, <laughs> can more things be shot in Ireland? Because holy shit. <laughs> yes. Yes, please, please, so, give it to me. So stunning. Somewhere in the world, Terry Gilliam said, and I will not be the last Jedi. <laughs> it's oh, great. Man. Yeah, it's so, it was so pretty. Every, it seemed like, like, uh, something that you, you wanted to bring up that I think we can transition into now is like that visual storytelling of this, of like, some of the shots were just like, so fucking well done. And like, just the way he moved around and like, you got this sense of like, like they said it was only like a six day journey to, to this chapel. And it felt like he was gone for like months. Yeah. Like it took him so long, this epic journey through, through the mountains. Uh, it was so nice. That shot where it started, uh, the shot where it started like flipping upside down as he was like walking away. I was like, I'm, I'm, Oh God! Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, with because I've been I've been trying to keep my finger to the pulse of uh of the world, and I saw this movie in Phoenix, Arizona, and guess what? I saw this in a half empty theater, not half full, half empty. There were like sure. fifteen people. I was the only one to enjoy it. <laughs> I two walked people, out. What two people say? in my theater walked out in the middle of the movie. Really? Dang. Yeah. I'm sure people walked out. I sat 
closer to the middle uh, mm. because I'm in Arizona and I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to be in the Green Knight. <laughs> yeah. So I just sat close and it's like, ooh wee. Um, and I'm sure people walked out, but I remember getting up and hearing people going, that was the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh my God. That was the worst. It was awful. That was awful, right? That was awful. Hey, you over there, was it awful? Uh, sure. <laughs> but, uh, that might be like one of the modern masterpieces of our time, but it's fine. Uh, and like... People definitely after my after my screening, I heard people being like, "What the fuck was that?" Like that, like people were just sort of confused, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Ah, oh, rip." But to me, because I, I get it. it, I get it. It 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 would seem hard to get into if I was not this person. It, yeah, my Aaron, my roommate, came and saw it with us, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I liked it." Do I know what happened? No. Mm-hmm. Do I get it? Also, no. But I did enjoy myself. I was like, okay. Good. All right. Good. <laughs> but to me, it almost seems like a, like a magic trick in some ways. It's like like um, misdirection, almost. Sure. Like, I say this with the visual aspect because it is very showy. Like, and I don't want to say showy because that sounds like a bad thing. It's very uh, in your face. It's very noticeable. That was David, yeah. Mr. David Lowry's main intent. He was like, I'm going to make sure this is pretty. Yeah, he he does not hold back at any at any moment in mm-hmm. being like, hey, I'm going to make sure that this is the prettiest shot you've ever seen every single time. And, uh, and it works. And for people who don't, you know, want homework... For people who never cared about King Arthur, for people who don't like this type of thing, I get it. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Do you agree with my my theory about magic tricks? I've been thinking. Yeah, about I was going to say. I think I think that this was sort of a magic trick of like it's show it's so showy if if that's the word that we're going to use because we uh, can't find the other word. <laughs> yes. Uh, if it's it was so showy, but it felt so personal and so intimate. Like I mentioned before the podcast, I like almost cried towards the end, and it like it threw me off. Like I wasn't expecting to suddenly be like so emotionally affected by this movie. Um, but it was when it was in that like vision or flash forward, whatever you want to call it, right at the end there, when King Arthur knighted him and gave him his sword, my my whole body was like, oh God, oh no, oh tears. And I was, it was wild. It was very unexpected. It just sort of came out of nowhere. And, and that was sort of the magic trick of this movie for me was like, it's this visually stunning, like, you know, very heady, sort of movie and then suddenly i wanted to cry like ball yeah. my eyes out at the all end this, all of a sudden you cared about this one person more than anyone in the world at that moment yeah yeah and that was that was the little magic trick that that david lowry pulled uh, on sam bannigan yeah but it feels like people it feels and a lot of the criticisms that i heard outside that theater and on twitter it, it feels it feels like people say Oh well, why did you have to put your hands behind your back? He obviously did something there. 
he obviously pulled out a fake key and pulled it out of his back pocket. That's how he undid mm. the handcuffs. That's how he got the card. It was in his back pocket. Sure. Does this analogy make sense or am I going crazy? <laughs> I th- it feels I th- like I th- people are are saying this movie is boring and saying because it, it, it does take such a slow pace, but it's there people are just not buying into it because because it's so in your face with the with the spectacle. Sure. Yeah, I think like, I get what you mean. It is I, very in your face. Like from yeah. the jump. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for the people who are like, hell yeah, love Game of Thrones, I love them dragons, I love Lord of the Rings, the Battle of Helm Deep is my favorite thing of all time, we're getting that again. And then they sat down and saw the Green Knight. I do feel bad for those people. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I do feel bad for those people. Like, this this movie was definitely, I think the marketing, marketing's always weird, Mm. but I think the marketing for this movie definitely sold something that this is not. Yeah. Right. Like I knew what I was getting into because I was like, yeah, it's David Lowry. It's a 24. Like it's going to be weird and artsy and fucking. This is the guy uh, who made whatever. Eat eight cakes. <laughs> or eight yeah. Pies. Like I was like, I fully knew what I was getting into, yeah. but I don't think, but like Aaron, who I mentioned before, uh, he doesn't like watch a lot of movies. He's not like, he likes movies and stuff, but he's, he doesn't, uh, he's not as like a critical artsy sort of person yes um specifically about movies he can be very he's very wonderful at criticism and like having good deep conversations about like other stuff but just movies aren't his thing specifically Um, the medium of film yeah yeah specifically movies and tv are like not his jam Mm -hmm. um but he i think he was sold that sort of like epic grand adventure of this night uh Whereas I was sold, oh yeah, it's A24 and David Lowry, so it's going to be this weird artsy. I'm going to cry in the middle Yeah, I'm going to get very, I'm apparently going to be very emotional during this film. Imagine um, being in Middle Earth, but you're just lost in the woods the whole time. Hey, you're like, oh, yeah, right? I want to go to Rivendell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I I mean I, I I love this movie. The more I talk the more I talk and think about this movie, the more I love it. Honestly, right? The more I like it more than when we started uh the yeah. podcast. This morning I was like, dang, was that just a bunch of heady nonsense? Did I get tricked? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Sam and figure it out. No, this is a tight movie. Um yeah. with the I would say the overall message being well, actually, I don't want to say. What do you think the overall message is? I don't know. I don't know. In my uh, notes, that's... I have uh, honor, expectations, and potential. Yeah, I mean, we we this movie is very much about like they kind of bring it up a couple times. Like you, ha- like being a knight and being honorable is like a big deal in this movie. But I don't know if that's like what it's ending up being about, yeah, I guess. I, mm-hmm. Like, it comes up a lot because I think it, it is just important to the character. And that's why it comes up. But by the end of the movie, when he dies, question mark? Uh, I don't think... I think that is... I don't know if that is fully... 
I think it might be part of the like message that's coming across, but for me, it definitely wasn't fully the message that was coming across mm-hmm. of like, you see this whole life that he has as a King and like he does dishonorable things in that like vision. So I don't think it's like, Oh, if I'm dishonorable now, I'm going to continue being dishonorable. It feels like, and this is inevitable. Mm. These things that I, that I see are inevitable for me. Uh, and, and maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe because he runs away. Okay. Sorry. Thinking through. No, of course. Of course. Would you like me to chime in while you think? Please. Yes. What, what, what you, I do think it's what you don't think. I think that 20 minute, it's 20 minutes, right? It's like long. It's like 15, it's like 15, 20 minutes of that. Yeah. Um, Of that flash forward vision, prophecy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I do think it's him. Because he made this dishonorable choice, he then becomes a dishonorable man. I sure. do. That's what I see when I watch. Yeah, that. totally. I I think mm-hmm. for me, it, it's it's that's not. I for me, I guess that's not the full picture of that mm-hmm. moment. Of like, yes, that it, honor is part of this guy's story. It is about being honorable and all that sort of thing. But. I think there is this bigger, this not bigger, this equally as big aspect of like, he is a scared kid. Like, cause the vision starts with him running away of yes. being a coward and running away from this thing. Um, and then you see this whole life of him being this like dishonorable man and like, you know, marrying the wrong woman and like buying his baby from the uh, whore that he sees and like all these different things uh, up until he, he lets his head fall off. Um, And I think for me, that moment at the end when he says I'm ready is him actually being more afraid of that than anything else the unknown, right? Like he's like, I've seen that. I've seen this horrible stuff that can happen to me. And if I die right here, I don't know what that is. And that's less scary than knowing that, that, that is sort of where I'm at right now with it. No, I could be very wrong. No, I love that reading. There is no such thing as a wrong reading. That's just sort of where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah. That's sort of where I'm at. Like, obviously there is honor in it of of I think both I think both part both parts of this thing are, are very equal and um but yeah I think part of it part of why I got so emotional when uh Arthur like knighted him and gave him his sword was that that like he was just a scared kid. Mm. And now he's being rewarded for being this like scared kid who didn't actually do anything. Yeah. Like, what did he do on his journey? What did he do? The oh. one good thing he did was put the, that skull back in the bed. Yeah. And everything else, he was just like a scared kid trying to trying to get by. And so, I don't know. That's that's sort of where it's it's hitting for me right now. No, I definitely hear hear that. Um. 
Yeah. What there was for me it was a a a choice because what I feel like the Green Knight, the character, does, he <laughs> does allow him that choice. He could have just sw- he could have just not stopped swinging. He would have hit his head. Yeah. He's a big Yeah, when he stopped and he was like, "Did I show you did I sh- did I flinch? Did I show you cowardice?" Yeah. One year ago, I was like, "Oh fuck! Oh shit! Are we about to like get into this? Let's do it! Let's, Let's go!" Let's do it. I because th- like the he is waiting to give him that chance that that like moment to get it. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I I just really I like that. It's a valuable lesson for all of us, right? You've heard me say yeah. this phrase before: "We're gentlemen of Harvard." Yeah. It's it is it is it's a weird story to tell and a weird story to tell this way and yet it works. It really does. And and yeah, it really does. What it really Yeah. What is David going through? That's what I want to know. What, what, how does this relate to him? Is it he I don't finally know. became a film director? All his dreams came true and he hates it. He I don't know hates if it. I don't know if he hates it. I think he might just be worried. This feels like again, like this movie keeps saying it, but it right. feels like mm-hmm. yeah, like it feels like he's scared of something of of some inevitable thing is going to happen, and I don't know if he knows what that is because this movie is very open ended. Of of. What is what is it about that these different questions come up and like that that wonderful speech that uh, Alicia Vikander uh, uh, says about green growing like moss hmm. like rot uh, was like oh fuck so it's like is he just horrified of global warming is he horrified of the person he's becoming is he horrified of of reaching the pinnacle like this huge successor mark of like directing a disney film is that what he's scared of i don't know or is it just death if it's just death i don't know man a few years ago we just did this yeah i I don't think it's death just death this feels like it's more than because ghost story feels like it's death this feels like it's another echelon I wonder of thought. Purpose? It's not really purpose. But it is like it is like living up to a pot- like a potential or a, or a or a destination or, or a expectation, yeah. right? Like because that's what happens. Like the moment that that Gawain cut cuts off the the knight's head, he goes. Uh, I think David Ehrlich wrote this in his in his review which is a wonderful review of this movie. I recommend everyone goes read it, goes and reads it. Cause it's really good. Um, he says something like, like he goes from a boy who wanted nothing more than to be immortal to having 12 months to live. Mm-hmm. And I think that is like, he sets his own destiny in that moment. He could have not. Right. But of course it is a medieval tragedy. Of course he has to do the, the thing that's going to get him killed. Yeah. Um, no wolf. So yeah, I, I, 
I don't really have a point. I just it's this movie is just really good. It's fun. It's good. Um, I when I said it's just a weird story to tell this way. This is like you know, sh- or not Shakespeare. The the King Arthur myth is very yeah. long and very, very, you know, influential. Yeah. How do you have any relations to it? Do you have any relations, or even to this type of storytelling, the MacArth- the King Arthur legend, MacArthur? Legend. I That's remember I really <laughs> liking them as a kid. I had like this like King Arthur for kids like book mm-hmm. and like a Shakespeare for kids book that I can't remember what they were called. I'm sure my mom will listen to this and she'll know what I'm talking about and she'll tell mm-hmm. me. Um, but I remember reading that King Arthur one, like a lot. Uh, it only really focused on King Arthur, but uh, uh, all the other folks were like there. Yeah. Um, but it was just like simplified versions of the stories. So that, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. A little baby boy can can read it. Uh, so I've I've always I've always really liked it, and I like. I never got super deep into it past that. Like my biggest touchstone before the Green Knight for any Arthurian legends would be other King Arthur movies, like Guy Ritchie's. Uh, king arthur movie that came yeah. out a few years ago that fucking rips um <laughs> and uh monty python and the holy grail oh of course these are these are my touchstones for arthurian legends <laughs> I, you almost forget about holy grail you're absolutely right yeah i was gonna say the disney movie sword in the stone i, I saw it when that. i was a kid but i don't i don't have like a memory yeah yeah a memory of it uh, but I think I think like I think the the concept of it, I guess I don't know if concept is the right word, but the the idea of like yes, there's this round table of knights, and they all have like these different virtues and and flaws, and uh, you know, just classic fantasy storytelling, really. And what even at you? the beginning, he says, "I have no stories to tell," and then uh... yet. Yes, exactly. The queen says. Yes. Guinevere says yes. Guinevere, Mary Magdalene. I think the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'll let you. I'll let you talk. What about you? What is your? How do you feel about all these Arthurian legends? Are you a big Arthurian guy? I remember one time in high school, I read the Wikipedia to like all this because I was just interested. Yeah. But that's about that's about it. Sword in the Stone. I remember liking as a kid. And, uh, uh, yeah, Guy Ritchie's movie was a movie. Um, I think it rips. Yeah, it was. I I think it's just bonkers enough. It's just bonkers enough. I'll agree with you there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, damn, Guy Ritchie. What a, what a guy. Um, yeah, with these stories, I've always been interested interested in them because they are very yeah. interesting and they're like yeah. cornerstones of storytelling. Period. Yeah. Like, and yeah, no, I don't really have any attachment to any of these uh, myths. 
But I love seeing this movie. I'm like, ooh, I hope we get more. Like, I feel like every time we get a good fantasy thing, we want more. Then it's 10 years of garbage. Yeah. That's the problem. That is the problem. This is honestly, like, fantasy is not my favorite genre. I like sci-fi way more. Um, But fantasy is a lot easier to do, like, tropes that everyone knows. So Mm. this is part of why, like, I love D&D so much. Yes. Because yeah. I get to I get to like watching good D and D stuff and, and playing D and D is like, ooh, I get to just be in or watch the good the good the good good fantasy shit that I want whenever yeah. I want. You know? Yeah, um, I mean that's probably the reason why Dungeons and Dragons got so popular in the first place. Do you know when it started, Dungeons and Dragons? The forever ago, uh, the eighties. I want to say seventies. Maybe the seventies. Uh, give me a year. Guess a year. I would say nineteen seventy six. Nineteen seventy six. You are extremely close. Dang, up or down? Nineteen seventy four. Oh, dang was the original uh dnd the basic set came out in 1977 advanced dnd came out in 1977 as well uh yeah but yeah that's yeah. probably i mean what i'm i don't know jason on the argonauts when did when did time bandits come out I don't know. But like fantasy is so cool. And it is cool. People were assigned the Hobbit in reading classes. Like I there is something so powerful about the fantasy genre. Um and seeing this just reminded us how great it is. <laughs> how amazing it is. And like, yeah, the biggest TV show of the last decade was a fantasy show. But still, even then, it feels like we just haven't gotten that much fantasy media that's good. Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, and this. Broad strokes, I think you're right. I get. I watch. A, I watch so much. D, uh, so much D and D content is floating around mm-hmm, in my sort of spheres that I I consume a lot of it. Um, but yeah, like for big big stuff, yeah, the big things are going to be Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. And yeah, it, w- it would be nice to always have, you know more good fantasy but it's the same with any genre you know yeah yeah like when was the last like really good sci-fi movie that came out blade runner 2049 i feel like there was one i feel like there was one good one highlight i'm like uh please if you can think of it tell me but i i High Life was sick. High Life, I didn't like High Life. Um, 
But like, but even then, like it's far away from thinking. But like even Ex Machina and and last yeah, Ex Machina. I know you don't like it, but Interstellar was a big one for 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 the peeps. There are yeah, but, sci-fi but like, things where fantasy. I feel like it's very empty. I feel like there's a lot. There's a lot of fantasy stuff. I think you just have to. I think much like sci-fi. I think you just have to broaden your horizons of what fantasy is of what it can is. Be. Right, because yeah. like stuff like uh, I don't know, Aquaman is fantasy. It is, is it not? Right, like that's it's like you can start Arthur. broadening. Yeah, you can start broadening your your horizons into what other sort of fantasy things uh, are out there. Yeah, because they exist. I'm not. I'm. I think the sci-fi is definitely a bit more common, but mm-hmm. those fantasy things exist, you know. Yeah, fantasy. What a genre. What did you say earlier? Fantasy. Uh, isn't fantasy fun to see? <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to talk about with uh, The Green Knight? Good film. Great film. Good, good, good film. We don't get a lot of them, so go check it out. <laughs> yeah. Go watch this. Go watch this flick. I hope Peter Pan and Wendy is good. I hope it's at least as good as Pete's Dragon. Okay. Uh, we'll find out, I guess. I guess we will. Uh, my name is Sam Banigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. Uh, you can find... Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, we... I, this just, I like doing this goddamn this great. podcast, this man. This is great, is it not? This is great. It's so good. Uh... Uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening. If you want to support the show financially, uh, you can join Linux Studios in producing us over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash welcomebackpod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for as little as five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode every single month. Uh, I just, a couple hours before we recorded this episode, I put up uh, July's episode because I numbers are weird and I thought today was the last day of the of july when today is the first day of august so oopsies um, <laughs> that's time is meaningless time Who is cares? meaningless um, it's a construct yeah can i, can uh, I go so, on yeah. a quick tangent real quickly isn't it crazy what time is it for you right now it's three forty-five. it's two forty-five over here in yeah. arizona i'm so much further away from you than i am in new york I'm like yeah. so much more further away. And yeah. yet we're only one hour away opposed to two or three. Yeah, because you're cause you're far down you're far down south. You're not far down. I'm just saying uh, time. It's crazy. What I learned now right. was only an hour uh an hour before you. I was like, what the how? Yeah, normally normally weird. you're two hours ahead of me. Sounds weird. So yeah. Uh yeah, uh, if you uh, <laughs> want to join our Patreon, thank you so much. If you don't have the money to support us, that's totally fine. There is actively still a pandemic happening. Go get vaccinated, please. Holy shit, go get vaccinated. This is ridiculous. Um, 
uh, yeah. Uh, so if you don't, if you don't want to or can't uh, support us financially, then uh, please follow us on all the different social medias at Welcome Back Pod. Subscribe to us on all the different pod catching platforms of your choice. Like the podcast, like the track, review the podcast, review the tra- whatever it is on all the different things. Please do that. That is a wonderful way to support uh, us in this weird endeavor of ours. Yes, indeed. And also gather up your kings and queens and knights and other knights and <laughs> and tell all your friends. Gather up your round table and tell and tell your friends all about us. We can talk about fantasy and sci-fi and movies and comedy specials and TV shows and animated shows. We can talk about them all if you tell your friends. It's true. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening again. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go make friends with the nearest fox. Yes. Ow, ow. We didn't talk about the fox at all. The we fox didn't talk is great. about the fox at all. The fox is great. I love my little red bunny. Wild. Just goes to show how good the rest of this movie was. <laughs> Did not talk about the cute little fox. Yeah. Damn.